Welcome back, folks. Today's date is March the 23rd, 2020, and we're talking about the impact of COVID-19 on the lighting industry on the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast. We're going to release a lot of these. If you listen to them or not, it's going to be up to you. But they're coming at you from the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors, who is the official sponsor of this show from not from day one, but maybe day four. So go to NAILD.org. Not a lot of info on COVID-19 there, but there you can join us if you go there. How's it going, Greg Eric? Hey, it's going good. Trying to figure out what the new normal is here right now. And I think one of the things, you know, being in the lighting industry and what this podcast is about is we need to determine if lighting is an essential business. Now, before we determine that, and I know you've got you're gonna have an opinion like you always do. I want to read to you what I see as essential um, and what I printed up. Here's what is considered essential. Supermarkets and grocery stores, big box stores, pharmacies, convenience stores and discount stores, garbage collection, healthcare operations, daycare centers, hardware stores, gas stations and auto repair shops, banks, post offices and shipping businesses, veterinarian clinics and pet stores, farmers markets and food banks, businesses that provide necessities to shelters and economically disadvantaged people, educational institutions for the purpose of facilitating distance learning, food processing, agricultural, feed mills, and warehousing, storaging, and distribution. So in there, what did you see? Did you hear lighting, Mike? Warehousing, storage, and distribution sounds a lot like lighting to me. Um, Right at the end. I also heard businesses that provide necessities the shelters and economically disadvantaged people is lighting a necessity uh it is the greatest innovation in human history artificial light it allows us to be productive and that so i would say that i would still say you know to play devil's advocate i'm in the lighting business and i want to keep shipping but i mean to play devil's advocate i would say that it's questionable uh where is that list from uh it was business insiders i believe so where they and, and it basically says that cities in the states really have the right to decide what they consider essential and non-essential but that's what the list is and and what i see out of that is there's one thing in common what's they that? all need lighting they all need lighting buddy yeah. <laughs> come on yeah i yeah i you know what i i don't disagree what what i'm what i'm concerned about and i sent out a letter to uh my customers this morning and i'm probably the last person to do it because i didn't know what to do because look i find one of the things that i find is problematic in times like these in times of crisis and this is a crisis that's what it is Mm -hmm. this is a crisis Mm -hmm. one of the things that i find problematic is when people step out and try to show leadership when it's not their expertise or when they're not appointed to do so okay the mm-hmm. second thing is that um when things are complicated uh people tend to choose opposition and defiance as a default setting sure so if something is complicated i know what i'm going to do i'm going to call out everybody who's still going to work or i'm going to call out everybody that's that um that i see i'm going to tell the prime minister of canada what to do i'm going to tell the president of the united states what to do i'm going to put it on shut the hashtag shut down and all this kind of stuff and the reason why we have these institutions 
the reason why there is a Center for Disease Control, the reason why there is a Health Canada, the reason why there is these people in charge is that we look to them in a crisis. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. We don't call them out in a crisis. You know, we don't, we don't say, this. you're making the wrong decision. They have more information than we do, Greg. A lot you're more right. information. You know, and what they're trying to do is balance a response from the economy, from the health perspective, to allow things to keep moving, to allow essential services. So what's an essential service? I mean, you know, I don't think you need to get your hair done. I don't think you need to go in for uh, for uh, you know a two-hour <laughs> hot stone massage. That's not essential. So there's some things that are very clearly essential. There are other people like, say, Premier Lighting in Minneapolis, St. Paul, or Atlas Lighting in Toronto that are uncertain about this. Mm-hmm. And the, the owners of those businesses, are it's incumbent upon them to make these decisions. Okay? Especially when, you know, the information is moving so quickly. You know what I mean? And people have children that are out of school now, or they have, um, you know, uh, various municipalities doing different things. And so it, it becomes important incumbent upon the leader of that business to say, this is an essential service as far as I can see. And we're going to take steps to, like, for example, the producer of the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast, who usually sits in the room behind me here, is now downloaded the full suite of vMix at home, and he's running this software live from his, his house. So we're taking the steps we need to take as business owners. But I think the problems start to come in is when non-experts bro science people, people who have no idea what they're talking about, have no idea about what other people are doing, and they start to call out and question things. Look, the Toronto Transit Commission is still running buses in the city of Toronto. The subways are still running in the city of Toronto. I don't know if public transit is still running in Minneapolis, is it? Uh, It's not real popular, but yeah, sure, there's still buses going and we have a little light. Right. Yeah. Right. So people are still... You know, the, the public, the, the municipalities and the provinces and the states have said, we have to keep things moving forward. We have to keep doing it. And so we, us citizens, we need to listen to our leaders. We need to listen to the people who we've elected and appointed to these positions and follow their instructions. We don't go beyond their instructions. We can if we choose to if we choose to self-isolate or we choose to do what we want with our life, but we don't call out others. That's not right. It's not helpful. It's not, it, it, it's, it's not the way to go about this, in my opinion. Okay. So now, to answer, do you think lighting is essential? If you're going to decide on the lighting industry, a lighting wholesale, a lighting distributor, is it essential that you stay open? So I thought about that a lot over this weekend. I took a lot of time to sort of... Um, reflect and contemplate, sat with it for a bit, meditated and thought about it because I want to make the right choice. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's tough. You know, um, I don't want to be in this position. I'd rather not be in this position, quite frankly. Um, But, you know, on Thursday last week, we got an order for two F6 T5 BLBs. Hot one. Two. I think it was... 16 bucks or something. I don't know. Something like that. I can't remember how much it was. Small order. It was to a lab in, in a medical lab in Manitoba. Uh-huh. Right? Now, 
I don't know what they're doing with those light bulbs, but I have a pretty good idea what they're used for. I know they go in some sort of device. That's for sure. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They go into a, uh, some kind of a device. Um, we're receiving orders for all kind of, uh, we got some germicidal lamp orders. Yeah. Same here. I don't know what that's used for. We got some order, like just stuff we don't normally, we see it, but we don't normally see it all at the same time. Weird CFL bulbs, uh, FP1, PL5. Like yeah, one, yeah. you only want one like that. That's Just not one. somebody relamp, relamping their exit signs. That's mm -hmm. somebody maybe activating an old piece of medical equipment, grabbing maybe one of these respirators has some weird CFL bulb in it that they're pulling out of the closet and they need to hook people up. They're trying to prep the machine to be used and it has a light inside of it that lights up the display of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, who am I to say? I don't know. We're, we got another order for so F24T12HO. One. Just one. One. Mm -hmm. Right? Now, normally when we get those orders, that's usually for the Boulevard beer sign. You know? Heineken. Yeah. Right? If that's where that bulb goes in. Right? One or two of those goes in there. Um, but it goes inside something. So we're getting a lot of orders for lamps that go inside pieces of equipment. F18T8CW, bunch of orders for that. Uh, you know those ones that are K26, K24, yeah. those those T8 lamps? Yep. We get, a, get we got a bunch of orders for those last week. Like we usually we get one or two or whatever a month. Now all of a sudden we get six orders for that last week. A lot of task lighting that maybe they need to see things, yeah. right? FC16, uh, that circle line lamp, FC16, yeah. hot off the shelf all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Right? So I don't know. Who am I to say? It, and we're seeing on our end a lot of a lot of fluorescent. It's, it's like I think people are, um, you know, taking the time now, too, to look at their facilities and, and uh, keep them maintained. You know, I, I'm seeing a lot of... Legacy technology, I guess, is what it sounds like. Why is it all legacy mm. we're getting orders for and not LED? Because I'm in the same boat. We're getting a lot of fluorescent orders. You know, it's one of those things. You know, I always talk about how the lighting is a militarily strategic technology. Yeah. I'm, I've said that so many times on this show. That lighting mm -hmm. is militarily strategic, right? Now, is it military strategic day one? No. In a year, it's big time. And I, it's funny because I remember I got this order, weird order. Um, maybe I'm going to get in trouble for this. But I got an order for three skids of F48T12CWHO like a year ago or something like that. That's a, that's a and it was to be shipped to Saudi Arabia. Okay? Sure. I don't know. Yep. They, sent me the, they sent me the money, um, the uh, wire transfer, right? I don't know where those going. That sounds like the kind of bulb that goes into an old military bunker to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like F48T12CWHO, these types of things. We don't know what the use of the bulbs is on the other end. Right. We don't know. Who are we to say? So when we, people ask us if it's an essential service, look it. Lighting is fundamental. It is the basis of all security. It is the basis of all interior design. Without lighting, there's not really much we can do. Um, you know, there's not really much we can do. At some point, lighting becomes critical in a crisis. At some point, it becomes essential. At what point is that? I don't know. So I lay off a bunch of people. Um, I send some people to work from home, and we keep shipping.
And so that's what I think. We're not heroes. We don't need to be thanked. We're not on the front lines of anything. We're not putting ourselves at risk. We're just doing our jobs. And if the government comes out and says, these are the essential services, everybody else go home, I will go home. This has been the uh, first release of our COVID-19 Get a Grip on Lighting podcast release. Um, it's brought to you by the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors, NAILD.org. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, folks.